Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is all of it on WNYC. I'm Allison Stewart. We just discussed thrifting clothes and why it's environmentally friendly and often more satisfying than purchasing something new. The same can be true for furniture. And as is the case with clothing, when you buy something like a table or a dining room chair at a secondhand store, you are very often buying something that is better quality than the particle board and veneer pieces that are mass produced today. But in a world where the word vintage can be squishy, the definition of it. And where dupes and knockoffs abound, it can be difficult to know what to look for if you want to buy something that not only looks good, but is, well, a solid piece of furniture. Here to help us now are two guests. Ashley McDonald is a store manager of one of my favorite places ever, Remix Market in Long Island City. I'm not gatekeeping anymore. It is amazing <laughs> place to go. If you haven't checked out their Instagram, that is also entertaining. They are at Remix Market NYC. Ashley, thank you for everything you do. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Also joining us is Katie Okamoto. He's a lead editor of the sustainability of sustainability at Wirecutter and author of the article Expert Tips for Buying Used and Vintage Furniture. Katie, thanks for coming on and sharing your reporting. Thank you so much for having me. Listeners, we'd like to hear from you. If there's a great vintage or secondhand furniture store in our area you want to shout out, let us know. Let's crowdsource this. 212-433-9692. 212-433-WNYC. Maybe you have tips for thrifting furniture. What's the best item you've ever thrifted from a furniture secondhand store? Call us or you can even post a picture on Instagram at all of it WNYC. But our phone lines are open now. 212-433-9692. 212-433-WNYC. So Katie, I'm going to start with a line from your piece. You write, there's something about finally spotting the perfect coffee table and schlepping it up three flights of stairs that cultivates a bond. What's behind the bond? <laughs> well, that's definitely a personal story, um, not, <laughs> not something I just made up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think very similar to what your previous guest was saying about vintage furniture, um, I'm sorry, about vintage clothing mm-hmm. with furniture, um, it's you know, no shame at all if you need to fill a gap in your home and and get something quickly. But Definitely when we have a little bit more patience and there's a story and some discovery in finding that piece, um, it it really does become an emotional attachment. And I think that we tend to hold on to those pieces for longer, get more enjoyment from them in the long run, and potentially be able to pass them on to others um, as well. So, yeah, that's where that comes from. Ashley, how do you sort through the merchandise when it comes to Remix? What are you looking for? Oh, Lord, we get the full uh, range of items here at Remix. So um, we look not just for items that are super vintage. We obviously have a great eye for those heavier, beautifully carved wood pieces with great joinery, um, metal items just with beautiful chrome, um, intact caning. But um we're also trying to look to give those um, fast furniture pieces uh, more longevity and more of a life than possible um, elsewhere. Most people will just toss these things. Mm-hmm. A lot of, say, IKEA cube storage will go to um, charities that come and pick up with Remix outside of what we're selling to the general public. And those sales help us to make mm-hmm. those donations locally. That's a really good model. 
That's a really smart yeah. model. Uh, there was a recent Wall Street Journal piece, Katie, titled, Your new $3,000 couch might be garbage in three years. This is why furnishings that used to last for a decade or more fall apart much sooner now. Think fast fashion for furniture. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's behind this? Well, um, a lot of it has to do with just how furniture is made um, and the materials that are being used. Um, the The furniture industry has really shifted towards this fast furniture model. Um, some of the ways in which the joinery is attached, it's using more like staples and things like that that don't, um, don't hold in the same way. The upholstery is constructed differently. Um, and so... That's back to what you were saying. You can often find better quality, um, more solid constructions, better bones, so to speak, um, on the secondhand market for a similar price point that you would for a piece of furniture um, that, you know, you're getting quickly. Um, It does take some patience to get that, of course, but um, I think it's kind of a a slow shopping mindset that can really have um, be to your advantage down the line. It can save you money and it's obviously softer on the planet. Ashley, you threw out a lot of words, joinery, a whole bunch of different things. What are some (laughs) what are some things that people can look at when they look at used furniture uh, so that they can make the determination about if it's well made or, or well made enough for them? Absolutely. So your biggest, probably easiest way to figure that out is weight. Um, Every once in a while, we'll find some expensive pieces that are surprisingly light, but more times than not, heavy pieces are that beautiful solid wood. The metal, instead of being hollow, is full, like completely full all the way through. Um, Also, check for seams. So in addition to joinery, um, if you open a drawer and look at where the front hits the side you know you have something like a dovetail that'll tell you that it's more well made but um for veneer items it's you're almost every time you'll be able to find those seams right on those edges and that'll tell you that the interior once once you get a leak in there whatever's inside is going to swell and that's going to cause a problem good advice let's talk to judy from melville new york hey judy thanks for calling you're on the air hi allison how are you doing great um i um went to a a secondhand furniture store and um saw a rickety um living room furniture piece um it was a chair and i couldn't even try it out because i couldn't sit in it because it was that rickety and it was it had the most um horrible fabric um on it but i got it for a steal i took it to my reupholsterer he re-glued it he remade it. And um, it is now a coveted piece in my living room by all of my adult children. They all want it when I go. Judy, thank you so much for calling with your story, calling in with your story. Let's talk to Christine from Brooklyn. Hi, Christine. Thanks for calling all it. But Hi, Allison. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Big Reuse on 12th Street in Gowanus. Um, they have used furniture, but also um, just by the way, used clothing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, they their inventory is constantly changing, so you never know what you're going to find, and you can find amazing pieces. Um, I myself was very lucky to find a mid-century modern dresser there, which I love. Um, but absolutely, the older stuff is quality and made um, solidly, and you just can't beat that. 
Thank you for calling in. This text says, Build It Green in Brooklyn is a great source for furniture as well as construction items. I have a high-end stove that was $100 instead of $1,500, everyone, but they also have great antique and vintage furniture. We are talking about secondhand furniture with Ashley McDonald, store manager at Remix Market in Long Island City, and Katie Okamoto. She is a lead editor of Sustainability at Wirecutter. So, Katie, in your experience writing about secondhand uh, furniture, what is the role of haggling? How do you feel about <laughs> haggling? How do store owners feel about haggling? You know, that's a really good question that, to be honest, I don't really know how store owners feel about <laughs> haggling. I will say, um, you know, just in general, some really good advice is to look and do a ton of research. The more obsessed you can become, you know, this is what I, advice I've heard from a lot of thrifts, thrifters across the board. The more research that you do and the more familiar you are with price points, the better. So you may have an advantage to be able to come in with an informed take and not, you know, not feel like you're lowballing somebody, um, but be able to to give a reasonable counter offer. Um, that's definitely easier if you're working in person or on a sort of direct to person to person platform such as Craigslist. Um, there are obviously some risks involved there. But yeah, mm -hmm. um, I would say number one is do a lot of research so that you can act fast when the time comes and have an informed a sense of, of cost. And part of that is also understanding um, for, especially for, for items that are billed as being vintage because they are from a designer such as like Aerosarin and some of these high demand mid-century mm -hmm. um, designers really um, looking at what are the telltale signs of fakes so that you're not Playing, paying a premium price um, for something that actually is is not real. Ashley, Remix is part of the junk luggers universe. What we sure are. That's canon. That's yep, canon. That, I I am a <laughs> frequent flyer with the junk luggers. Um, can you expl explain to folks how it works? Yes. Yeah, so the junk luggers established us um, realizing that with their mission to recycle as much as possible from jobs, clearing out apartments, businesses and anything in between um, that they didn't have much of a home for furniture, housewares because of the mixed media content of these pieces. It would take a lot to pull these pieces apart and, re and recycle each and every, you know, fabric, the foam the wood, that sort of stuff. So they founded us um, to find those play mm -hmm. things at home and recycle them, which is exactly why we have that program to donate, but also why we sell such a wide range of amazing things here. So yeah, that's exactly how that works. What is something that has showed up in the store and everybody just sort of gathered around and went, ooh, Wow. I mean, recent, it's still on sale on the floor right now. There is a beautiful mirror with backlighting. We've never had one come in um, so lovely. But I think one that really stands out to me that has a great story is we had an original Marilyn Monroe photo come in. And um, we had we had a customer come in and she said, my family has been collecting pieces of hers for ages. So it was really meaningful to us. And I think this is something that really means a lot to me and our staff here, um, that we're not just a part of receiving people's past stories, but we're creating new stories um, mm -hmm. by giving these items life again. And so, you know, Marilyn got to join all of 
her sister's in the collection, <laughs> which is awesome. That's an amazing story. Let's talk to Larry calling in from Westbury, Long Island. Hi, Larry. Thanks for calling all of it. Allison, thank you for taking the call. I'm a volunteer on a 91-year-old fireboat, the John J. Harvey docked at 26th Street in the Hudson. And I'm always looking for period pieces to put in the galley on the boat. And I came across a thrift shop, S and K Odds and Ends, in Kings Park, Suffolk County. And what an amazing store uh, full of, like, records and furniture and china and clothing. And, and the best part about it is the woman behind the counter who's just, like, so engaging and friendly. And uh, it's just a wonderful place to visit. SK Odds and Ends. And I picked up a, a six-ounce cup that had a blue anchor on it, which is going to go in the galley on the boat. And what, a, what a, an amazing find. So I just wanted to mention that. Love it, Larry. Thanks for calling in. Let's talk to Marilyn calling in from Chelsea on line two. Hi, Marilyn. Thanks for calling. Hi, Allison. Thank you for welcoming me on your fabulous show. I'd like to give a shout out to the Housing Works thrift stores. Uh, they carry furniture as well as houseworks, uh, houseware, uh, books and clothes. Um, and uh, the Housing Works proceeds go to the gay men's health crisis. It has locations all over Brooklyn and Manhattan, and it has an e-shop and an e-auction house. Thank you so much for calling in, Marilyn. Really appreciate it. We are talking about secondhand furniture with Katie Okamoto. She's the lead editor of sustainability at Wirecutter and Ashley McDonald, store manager at Remix Market in Long Island City. I am so glad that Marilyn brought up online buying. So, Katie, there's mm-hmm. a couple, two questions. My brain just went crazy. So I've seen a couple of these. You know, you're on the subway and you look up and you see online stores that have used furniture and different like one is called cherish and there's a couple of different ones now when you buy you know clothing online you can return it even some thrifted clothing what do people need to know before buying a couch a used couch online Well, first of all, I would advise against buying a used couch online um, if you're new to to buying used furniture, mainly because um, those are the things that tend the the foams in those tend to degrade over time. Uh, Soft, soft materials can conceal um, things like bed bugs and um, can carry odors or environmental allergens if you're sensitive to that kind of thing. So while you can find some some great used sofas and um, it's all about the frame, reupholstering that can get pricey. And I would say it's not a a great, you know, first foray into into thrifting necessarily. Um, but as for buying things online, um, there are a few options. There are places like Cherish. Um, I have had um, an uh, experts recommend to me that you can use those actually to to find small businesses um, that might be selling through those websites, and then you can go kind of directly to that small business. And in that way, you can also um, sometimes get around some of those the the price markups that come with those curation services. Um, there's nothing wrong with those curation services necessarily, but you definitely want to. Um, double check all the measurements, look for, quote, character notes in there. Um, and the more reviews, obviously, that about the, the service itself, the better. You don't want to be getting yourself into a situation where you're buying something sight unseen and they are, you know, known for not delivering well. Um, I would actually recommend that people... Uh, first look if they're going to be 
doing searching online, look to places like, you know, good, good old Craigslist and even Facebook Marketplace, which is incredibly popular nowadays. Those aren't um, foolproof and you want to protect yourself in how you pay. I would highly recommend um, paying through something like PayPal, which is a person to person protected payment mm -hmm. service versus Venmo and going to see the pieces online and shopping local in that way because um, you are going to actually get to see the thing that you're buying and decide if it's right for you. Give it a little wiggle, you know, see if those, <laughs> if those hinges are okay. Um, yeah. What do you, uh, That brings me to my question for you, Ashley. What is your quality control? How do you know, like, this is something we want to put on the mar on the floor and expect people to pay for it? Well, we have uh, that full range, so we definitely keep in mind quality when we're pricing items. Um, so everything here is somewhere between 60 and 80% off the retail price. Um, and that 80, sometimes even 90%, we're completely aware that these items need some TLC. We love seeing DIY people come on in. And um, we definitely give give it a good wiggle, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, get, test out the drawers, um, check things out. But we're also really um, honest about those things. So we just launched a phone sale program both for our Queens and our Brooklyn locations. So people who maybe are out of town, can't necessarily get those items, can make an appointment with us and speak with one of our representatives. Um, so we can talk them through more of that. We have photos online of everything at remixmarketnyc.com where you can check out both the Queens and the Brooklyn stock um, and the photos there. So that's like a good jumping point. And we measure twice, buy once is definitely a good motto to have for buying furniture, no matter what you do. But for the phone sales specifically, mm -hmm. we give it the once over and we always encourage our um, customers to give the couches and the chairs a good test. When you think about pricing to the level you feel comfortable explaining it, there's like there was one share price at two ninety four. It's very, very specific. Is there <laughs> how does the pricing work? So the pricing, we um, do our due diligence, do the research, see if it's a real, if it's a dupe, um, if it is um, maybe one of a kind. And um, we, if it's something that we can track that's either real or a dupe, we um, research um, using Google Lens. Mm -hmm. um, Google Lens is definitely your best friend, oh, sure. especially when, when learning a lot about furniture. I knew very little about furniture coming in here um, and that and picking the minds of um, our wonderful staff here. Everyone has different taste um, and different interests. And um, yeah, so we use Google Lens and we use what we affectionately call the Remix Hive Mind to figure <laughs> out where we think the MSRP sits for us. Mm -hmm. And then we apply that math of anywhere from 60 to 80% off, depending on the quality of the item. And then items that we can ID, we try to find um, pieces in the market that are very similar and that are from the era because it tends to be vintage custom pieces. Um, so that's, that's how we do it that's here. That's remix magic behind the curtain. <laughs> Let's talk to Leslie from Staten Island. Hi, Leslie. Thank you so much for calling all of it. Hi, thanks. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Everything Goes which is in Staten Island, there's a, um, a furniture and clothing store on Brook Street and a books, book cafe, which has mm -hmm. used books and some new books and um, organic coffee, fair, 
fair trade. Mm-hmm. But the thing I love about the stores is that um, we pick them up. We pick up the furniture at people's houses, and uh, they get a free takeaway service. Mm-hmm. And um, also that there's three floors of furniture and then another couple of floors of gallery space. So there's like high end, low end, and what's in between. And uh, it serves the people in the neighborhood, and it's not too far from the Staten Island Ferry Station. There you go. Leslie, thank you so much for calling in. Let's talk to Steve from New Jersey real quick. Hey, Steve. Hi. Hi. I'm from uh, Bridgewater, New Jersey. And there's, in Manzo, there is a Habitat for Humanity Restore. Mm. And all the proceeds there go back to Habitat for Humanity. All the workers there are volunteers. I found a wonderful corner TV stand, um, electronics equipment that go on the shelf below, and then a cabinet on the bottom. It's solid wood. It was painted black. Mm -hmm. It had worn edges, and it looks wonderful. I'm glad it looks wonderful. Steve, thank you so much for calling in. In our our last few moments, uh, Katie and Ashley, same question to both of you. What's something you would love people to know before they go out on this this journey of shopping for secondhand furniture? Really important, something you wish someone had told you (laughs) before you went out shopping? Katie, can you go first? Sure. Um, I want to go back to that idea of being patient and thinking long term. And so you can go into it defining the the things that are non-negotiable to you, um, such as, you know, budget, of course, and what the need that you're trying to to fill. But keep an open mind um, because part of the fun of it is is the discovery. And um, you might have your heart set on a specific looking thing and actually find the, uh, something completely different. Um, but really, I would I would think about this as sort of a, a long term project almost um, rather than uh, something that you need to to do immediately. Um, it's a change in how we shop for furniture, but that's really where the reward is. Ashley, advice you would give to someone who's thinking, yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go secondhand furniture shopping. Yeah, I think it's really important to be curious and open-minded beyond just patience. Um, There are so many designers and different items out there. We, our art specialist, he has been doing it for decades and he's still learning new things. So it, it definitely counts in asking people the right questions. Definitely do a little bit of your own research when you can. But most of us in the industry are just really passionate about what we do and the impact we're making. Um, The caller that just called in talking about Habitat, we fundraise for them. We're a state-approved fundraiser for the New York and Westchester Habitat for Humanity. So you never know kind of what's going on behind the scenes Mm. of uh, these businesses until you start to ask and that's kind of the amazing thing about small businesses is the items have stories but so do we so (laughs) definitely definitely feel free to chat us up sometime i love this spring and fall weekends are yard sailing time you get great stuff especially in fancy neighborhoods 
words to live by. Uh, my guests have been Katie Akamoto, lead editor of sustainability at Wirecutter, and Ashley McDonald at Remix Market, Long Island City. Thank you for being with us. It's our pleasure. And listeners, I uh, want to remind you, we have transcripts that get posted on our webpage of all of our segments. So if you didn't hear the name of a place and you're like, I didn't catch that, you can always go to WNYC.org slash all of it and check out the transcripts. It'll be up in just a day or so. And that is all of it for today. I'm Allison Stewart. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you. And I will meet you back here next time. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories, stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radiolab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.